Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Senior Wealth Advisor and Market Strategist for Murphy & Sylvest, Paul Nolte. Good morning, Paul. All three of the major uh, stock averages riding a, what, five-week winning streak now. What do you think uh, What do you think's next? Well, five-week winning streak in 14 out of the last 15 weeks, which we haven't seen since 1972. Uh, what's probably next is at least a of rest. We've seen the market come down a little bit yesterday. The futures are pointing a little bit lower this morning. And then we get uh, the CPI number and we get other inflation data later this week. And I think that's really what's going to be driving the markets probably over the next couple of weeks because then we will be translating those numbers into what's next for the Fed. And that's really where the market seems to be focused is on on interest rates. And I think that's where I think most of the people will be looking uh, for the next direction for markets. Last we heard from the Fed governors, uh, they're sticking to the waiting for more script, aren't they? And they are. Uh, and again, they want, they're, they're excited about the fact that inflation is coming down some. And again, we'll get those numbers later this morning. And then we will get, uh, and, and GDP growth is still running at 2 to 3%. So that soft landing that everybody's been looking for seems to be in sight. The Fed does not want to necessarily declare victory just yet because the numbers aren't exactly where they'd like them to be. And so they're saying, you know, hey, we want to see the trend continue for a little while before we get more excited about quote-unquote, normalizing interest rates, which translates to a little bit lower interest rates uh, in the coming months. We'll see if that comes to pass, but that's what the Fed is waiting for and what we're hearing from a lot of the Fed governors. Are, are most of your clients uh, pretty bullish now? Are, are you guys still bullish right now? <laughs> um, we're getting a little bit more from clients saying, you know, hey, I'd, I'd like to be a little bit more aggressive in the market. Uh, you know, can we, you know, how do we go about making some more money? Uh, stocks are up. Should I be, should I be in the market a little bit more? And that's a, a big difference from what we saw a year, year and a half ago when stocks were down and bonds were down, interest rates are up and people were looking at, you know, this cash stuff is pretty good and getting 4% plus on, on cash. Maybe we should have more of that. So investor sentiment tends to follow the markets when the markets are high, making all time highs, as we saw this last week, investors get pretty excited about it and want to participate more. When the markets are down, investors want to run away and hide in cash and generally speaking, the opposite is, is a better tactic to take for at least the intermediate term, say the next three to six months or so. Technology stocks are still hot, aren't they? <laughs> Gosh, yes. So ARM, which is a semiconductor stock, their, their products go into a lot of computers, a lot of uh, artificial intelligent computers. Uh, and software, uh, that stock has tripled just in the last couple of weeks. NVIDIA is now larger than Amazon uh, by market cap. So that is something that is still going on. Investors are still very, very focused on artificial intelligence and all the related companies and services that are around it. 
um, to us, it, it, it reminds a similar fashion to what we saw in the late 90s with just the explosion of the Internet. I don't think the winners for artificial intelligence are, uh, are there yet uh, or in the marketplace. I think that's something that's going to develop over the next five to ten years. But certainly the early adopters uh, are the, the ones that are winning here. So right now uh, is the debate uh, concerning the Fed. Uh, how many uh, how many cuts are, are expected? Is is that where it's at now? I think to a certain extent it is. We've got March off the table now. Um, I think that's been pretty well beaten down. Um, expectations are starting to come down. Again, taking a look at the uh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the CME has a indicator for what our rates expected to be at, what level are they expected to be at by year end. And it's a little bit higher now than where it was, say, two, three months ago or so. So there are some now expectations that maybe interest rates don't fall as aggressively. The flip side of that is why would rates be falling aggressively? And it's not because the economy is doing well. It would be because the economy is going into recession. And that does not seem to be a lot of market calls or economic calls by a lot of strategists out there. Is it realistic to predict that the S&P 500 is going to hit 8,000 by the end of the year? At the pace we're going from the beginning of the year, going back to that uh, uh, 14 uh, weekly gains in the market over the last 15 weeks, if you were just to take that ruler and go forward to the end of the year, 8,000 is where it would land. I think that's a little optimistic. Uh, So I think we're going to see, and it's part of the reason why seasonally, especially uh, first part of the year uh, in a presidential election year, you do see some weakness in the market. So we would expect to see the markets do a little bit of backing and filling and taking some of that euphoria off the table. So I think 8,000 is a little bit of a stretch. But it sounds it sounds good. It's fun to say that, isn't it? <laughs> that in Bitcoin at fifty thousand and the S and P at five thousand, uh, those big round numbers are always exciting. <laughs> the optimistic Paul Nolte from Murphy and Sylvester. Thanks, Paul. Talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you. Take care.